Round two, episode two, is up and live. What's up, guys? Today we're going to talk about our Henry's Lake opener, uh, a couple tips and tricks and things that we learned, and about how we lost my little tinfoil boat, as Thomas would call it. <laughs> yes, yes, this is actually a good time um, for me to plug in for our Twitter account. Go look us up on Twitter, search Forgotten Outdoors. Uh, I talk about Ben's boat a lot because it's a little aluminum boat, but after we tell the story of this trip, it might as well be made out of tinfoil. <laughs> yeah, it's it's all really mean things that he talks about with my boat. Uh, he's just jealous because he doesn't have a boat. But anyways. Oh, before we actually get into it, Ben, you should talk about your boat experience with the guy at the gas station. <laughs> <laughs> so... Uh, a couple weeks ago, we went to Bear Lake, um, and we had never like we had been down there, but we've never been down there like fishing or anything. And so I have this little fourteen foot John, little aluminum boat, and it, it, it's small. It, it doesn't go very fast. It has like a I think it's a 10, 10 horsepower Evan Rude. Um, That's being generous. <laughs> yeah, but everybody always gives me crap. You know, there's always a bunch of people that want to get into it. And go fishing or go ride around. And it weighs it down when you got three big guys in there. So I always get crap. I got crap that whole weekend. I go up with freaking Thomas and Logan Baker on this Henry's Lake trip. And I'm getting a bunch of crap from them that morning. And so we pull up to Maverick and there's some product placement. I'm just kidding. We're not sponsored by Maverick. <laughs> um, we pull up to Adventure's first stop. And it's like five in the morning, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's it like early. it's it super early. early. And, um, yeah, we parked there and I'm in the gas station grabbing some stuff and he's like wondering where we're going and everything. And he's like, Oh, well, it just sounds like you need a bigger boat. <laughs> so just this random dude, random ran, dude jumped random on guy. the bandwagon of yeah. making fun of Ben's boat. They're all jealous. <laughs> the SS Margaritaville, as we would call it. She's beautiful. Anyway. Can we start now, Thomas? Yes. Are we yes, good to yes. start? Getting into getting into the actual meat of the podcast. Okay, so just I guess before we get into our story about the pod or about Henry's Lake, um, we should we should talk about Henry's Lake in general. So it's about an hour and twenty minutes from where we live here in Rexburg, um, Idaho, southeastern Idaho. It's up kind of by Island Park, and it's a uh, it's an awesome lake. Trophy trophy trout. Fishing Lake, uh, it's, it doesn't get very deep. It only gets about 20 at the deepest, but most of it's around 10 feet deep. Um, and that's like the go-to spot around here for big trout. And we fished it a lot. Thomas, I know that you fished it a lot with your grandpa growing up. Yeah, so my grandpa had a boat um, when I was a little kid. And we used to just go and uh, we used to bait fish it with uh, worms. We just tie the worm to the hook, let it sink to the bottom, and... Uh, Basically, we just all sit there until one of the poles started moving, and then the whole boat broke out. Everyone's moving, grabbing things, trying to get the fish in. So that's that was kind of how I grew up fishing Henry's Lake was with my grandpa on his boat. We'd get to the middle of the lake um, and just drop worms, all of us. All of yeah. us would drop worms. Well, yeah, you brought it up the last time. Not not opening day. We went We went back five days later, and we were out on the boat. Um, but you brought it up because we, <laughs> my boat again, it's tiny and we had a bunch of line, like all, like our poles we were fighting lines, getting tangled up and you brought it up that that's how it used to be with uh, on your grandpa's boat. Yeah. Yeah. So the, 
funny part was, so like my dad, my grandpa, any of the adults on the boat, uh, it seemed like they were spending a lot of time <laughs> untangling everyone else's poles while us kids were fishing. So I don't know if you're really wanting to get some fishing in, you may not want to bring kids. They tangle up the lines, they lose their hooks, they get snagged on stuff. And then you will spend most of your time just fixing their mistakes. But yeah, that was that was kind of how how we did it anyway. Yeah, yeah, that's always kind of a give and take when you're going with somebody. And I'm I'm glad that people took me when I didn't know a lot. But it's kind of a give and take, you know. Like if you want to just like truly focus on fishing, you know, kind of go yeah. by yourself or with one or two people that know what they're doing. Uh, but but it's a give and take. It's so fun to see somebody kind of get into the sport yes, for the first time, for sure, and hook into their first fish and that tug, you know, and it's just like wiggling and uh, the grin on their face. Just we're getting sidetracked now, but just this last weekend, uh, my sister and her fiance, I don't think they'd ever been fishing before, and her boss was going out fishing, and so they called me and they're like, "Can we borrow some poles?" And so I gave them some of my poles, gave them two like two of my tackle boxes, kind of ran them through what they should use. They're going to uh, American Falls Reservoir. Um, and yeah, that night they called me and they were just ecstatic because they caught like two smallmouth bass that were like four inches long. And they were like, oh my gosh, just feeling that tug in and everything. It, it was awesome. It yeah. was awesome. If you guys are listening to this, yeah, the fish were like 40 inches, you know, <laughs> like some 10 pound smallies. <laughs> but where were we, Thomas? So it's on track. Yeah, I think just going back to. Uh talking about more of our our actual trip so like ben said it was me uh him and then we brought up logan baker who who works with ben uh we're just gonna put a shout out for him right now because he did outfish us on this trip he did barely but he did (laughs) but he did um but yeah so so to start the trip you know not to cut you off thomas but but that's just (laughs) something that needs to be addressed right now is like two years ago, maybe a year and a half ago, freaking stupid Logan Baker. I hope you're listening to this. Like, I would beg him. I'd be like, man, come on. Like, we got to go fishing. I, we, I have this little boat. We could go up to Henry's. Oh, man, I'm busy. He'd always blow me off. Like, never really got into fishing. And so he gets into fishing not too long ago. And now, he, like, this is like two times in a row that I've taken him fishing. And he's freaking out fished me. Uh, oh, anyway, continue, continue. <laughs> So anyway, we had this bright idea. We have never fished Henry's opener, ever. Any of us. None of us have. Yeah, we don't want to fight the crowds. Um, it's very popular. A lot of people come up from all over to come put their boats in the water. And honestly, they usually have a lot of success. They have. Yeah. They end up publishing all the size of fish that were pulled out. Um, everything is usually pretty big. So it's a very popular opening day event for a lot of people who like to fish. Yeah. Um, so anyway, we had the bright idea that we were going to go night fish it. So we woke up about one o'clock, uh, in the morning and had the idea to go meet at Ben's place around one thirty-two, And then we were going to hit the road, get up there yeah. way early, pitch black, try to get on the water before anybody else gets on the water, do some night fishing and kind of just see what happens. Yeah. It was funny too, because we, uh, we filmed our first podcast episode the night before, Yes. And um, you can't really tell because you can't see any windows, but it's like 1130 at night right now. So like yes. the, the first episode we filmed and we got home at like, what, 1230? Yeah. yeah. Basically <laughs> took a nap and then yeah, met took, up. Yeah, took a nap and then headed up. Anyway, continue, Thomas. I'm distracting us today. Yeah, so 
So we get up to Henry's Lake. We're actually putting in, what time was it? Like 4.30? 4? 3.30? It was 3.30. Yeah, because we left yeah. at 2. Yeah, 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 yeah about yeah. an hour and a half. Yeah, so we get to Henry's. We put the boat in at 3.30. And again, it's pitch black outside. We have no idea what we're doing. Yeah. Um, we start kind of trolling out with Ben's little boat. And we're, we're hitting like, a, you know, some small waves. But that's not uncommon on the lake. Uh, so we, we kind of just kept going a little ways and then we drop anchor, we start fishing and before we know it, like they, we've got swells coming in, but, <laughs> but we can't see, we, it's pitch black. So we can't even see how big they actually are. We're just kind of feeling the rock of the boat. I'm starting to taste my breakfast <laughs> because I don't do well with that stuff. So, <laughs> and that's the hard thing, like with a small boat like that, you kind of have to angle yourself to like with the right like angle towards the waves or else it can like capsize you you know you kind of have to hit them right and so in the dark like that it's kind of hard because we couldn't see where these freaking waves were coming from yeah and so so i kind of jokingly tell ben that i won't make fun of him if he wants to call it and go out into the or or take the boat back because i'm i'm sitting here thinking like (laughs) i'm gonna throw up and we're gonna tip all of our gear out of this boat (laughs) so so anyway about i don't know four 4.30, we end up yeah. kind of calling it. We're like, okay, these swells are getting pretty big. We better go back. And so we go and we dock Ben's boat on this little beach. And we just dock it. We pull it out of the water, walk back to the truck. We acted like we were going to take a nap, but we ended up just sitting there talking um, until the sun kind of came up. And then we got out and it looked like we were on the ocean. Yeah, yeah, it was crazy. And, and kind of to give you a picture of like where we were at, it's not one of the main boat docks. So it's kind of around the backside. If you fished Henry, it's over at the cliffs. So it's not like a really legit boat dock by any means. It's kind of just a gravel sloped road. And then coming out from it to kind of block from the waves and everything, there's like three big boulders out there. <laughs> so kind of off a little ways, we docked the boat and just left it. Like Thomas said, we sat in the pickup and yeah, like by the time the sun came up, the wind just kept picking up and it was howling and it was pushing. It, it looked like the ocean, curling waves coming across. The wind was blowing directly at us, so it was picking up all the water from across the lake and just slamming it into us. So we're like, freak, like, we need to get this boat out of the water. Not only are we not going to fish the water in the lake, but we got to get it on my trailer because it's going to thrash my little tinfoil boat. (laughs) And so we start trying to, like, walk it down the bank. And this, like, our boat is getting picked up, like, five feet. It's picking us up. And then, yep. like, dropping it on, like, two inches of water, like it would on the freaking ocean. Yeah, and at this point, it'd become, like, we're in life or death mode. <laughs> like I, there, there was, was a, a switch. <laughs> yes, there was a brief moment where I was like, I should be filming this. This is crazy. Like, this is a crazy, the, the winds and everything is crazy. And I was like, I'm not, I'm not even taking my phone out. Like, what can I do to help? Like, it is all hands on deck. We got to get this boat out of the water. Otherwise, bye-bye to the tinfoil boat <laughs> so we so ben and logan are kind of moving the boat i'm back in the trailer and we're all trying to work together and all of a sudden like ben was explaining those three boulders <laughs> get in the way and this boat just starts hammering these rocks <laughs> over well, and over well, yeah well like over. what i had to do was like i couldn't i couldn't troll out i couldn't kick my outboard on because it's like five feet of water two inches of water yep. so i couldn't get out far enough to get around these freaking boulders. Yeah. And so I hop in my boat 
And I'm like trying to drag myself around these boulders so that I can get to where we need to load the boat in and get the actual trailer in. And yeah, like Thomas said, it is just picking us up and slamming us yeah. into the side of this boulder. And I, I have some nice new dents <laughs> in the side of my boat from that day. Yes. And I mean, the good news is we didn't, no holes. Like the boat's not no, leaking. It's, no, no, it's good. But it's got some new scars. Yeah. Anyway, so. Battle wounds. So this is our morning. At this point, it's only six in the morning. And we've already had to call off fishing in the boat. Yeah. So we had brought up all this bait. We brought up some uh, sucker fish meat. Uh, we brought up worms. We brought up all this stuff that we were going to fish from the boat with. Um, and now all that's garbage. Like yeah. It's just worthless to us now. Yeah. So um, at this point, we kind of get into our actual day of fishing because we just had to uh, kind of abandon all of our original plans and start looking for other options. Yeah. Yeah. So and, and where we were at, like I said, we were kind of like, Hit, the wind was hitting us in the face so that's where the waves were the very worst so we had to find somewhere that we could actually fish because when the water's moving that much and it's rising and dropping there's not going to be fish there and you can't really cast into the wind that far and then it just pushes your lure or whatever you're using right back at you so we started driving around the lake and we found this one little turnoff um and you know that we could have access to and we just were like you know let's just try to fish the bank for a little bit and the weather, it was just crazy. The wind was howling. It started to snow really bad on us up like, there. Like blizzardy. Yeah, just yeah. Almost, blowing, almost white blowing horizontal. Out. Yeah, and so we're like, let's, let's just try it. We're up here. It's opener. And we all we all started using different lures, and but we were all using lures. Thomas was using a spoon. I was using a, a, like a Panther Martin spinner, and Logan was too. And so we just went to the bank and started like, really early on just started hammering fish yeah off of the bank it was quick yeah it didn't take much time and we we stayed in that spot for a couple hours and just fish after fish after fish after fish and and they were all decent fish too i mean there was nothing it wasn't any of the big trophies that you get up at henry's you know you get like those you know 10 12 15 pound trout that get pulled out of there sometimes um we were pulling out you know two and a half Maybe a three pounder here and there, so still good fish. Yeah, but nothing under like one and a half pounds. I don't think. No, they were all pretty good sized fish, and and that's the thing is so like at this point, since we abandoned our original plan of basically bait fishing, um, now we're using spinner rods. Yeah, and we're just fishing spinners. So that was just a totally different tactic. We kind of had to switch our mindset and switch over to that. And and the thing that was kind of crazy is really we didn't have to switch out. <laughs> what kind of lure we're using once we all chose one we kind of stuck to that for the rest of the day i think at one point you were fishing like blue and silver though yeah like my you'll hear this a lot my go-to we call it the old reliable (laughs) old reliable it's a panther martin i'm giving away my trade secrets right here because i'm a professional fisherman even though i get (laughs) out fished anyway it's a it's a panther martin it's a size nine it's got a gold spoon on it a black body with three yellow dots that's it. That's the old reliable. And I started out with it. I didn't catch that many fish. I mean, I was like falling behind pretty quick. I think yeah. Thomas was up to like four. Logan was up to like four and I hadn't caught any. So I'm like, I got to change something. Um, and so, yeah, I had like a big old size 15 Panther Martin and it was like a silver spoon with just a, a blue body. And I threw that thing on and I hammered a fish. 
and we it let like it off. Three casts in a row. Yeah, yeah. And so I cast it out again, and I hammer fish the very next cast. And so Thomas and Logan are both like, "Man, if you hit one more fish, we're gonna <laughs> change our stuff." And I cast it out there, and oh, I start reeling back in, and um, yeah, hammered another fish three in a row. It was awesome. Um, so yeah, like I was using that. And Thomas, he was using one of the cheapest lures that you can buy. <laughs> yeah, the the uh, phrase of the day became pot of gold every time I caught a fish. Cause pot of gold. Honestly, like this this lure compared to like the ones that Ben's talking about, these Panther Martins, um, it's like half the cost. So it's a, you know, it just kind of goes to show that it really, sometimes it just really doesn't matter. Like price doesn't matter uh when it comes to lure like i'm spending two bucks on that pot of gold and ben's spending four bucks on a panther martin give or take you know so yeah for those listening like that's sometimes it just is what it is like depending on the day depending on what kind of lighting you have uh you know your lure could be successful depending on the weather like it's it's honestly kind of just a guessing game and that's why it's kind of fun to have a bunch of different options so you can switch in and out um, you know, if something's not hitting, kind of like what Ben's talking about with that blue and silver, for a minute that was hitting, so we all switched to that. And then after a while, that kind of died out, and we switched back to, like for me, I switched back to a pot of gold and started catching fish again. So it just kind of depends. It's kind of it's really just a guessing game, but that's yeah. what makes it kind of fun is is you're really just trying to uh, tempt these fish. You're really just trying to entice these fish, trick these fish, make them think that you know, you're a smaller fish that they can easily prey on. And so that's kind of the fun of it, I think. Yeah, absolutely. And if, if there's any kind of advice that I could give from my experience catching fish, especially trout, is if it's not working, change. Just switch Ch- it. Change something. Yeah. I mean, you have those like little barrel snap swivels that you throw on the end of your line and you can switch out lures all day. You know, if you're if you've cast twenty times and you haven't got a bite, switch out your lure or yeah. switch to bait. Or try if you fly fish, throw out the fly rod, you know, or or go to a different spot, try something different to catch fish. And it's so fun to try to figure out, okay, today, what are the fish gonna be biting? Here here's an example from this trip actually. So we fished this spot on Henry's opener and we caught fifty five fish that day. Yeah. Awesome day. 55. Awesome day. I think Logan caught 20. 20. I caught like 18 and you caught 17, right? Yep. So, I mean, it was like we we're all really close. I all caught a ton of fish. And we didn't fish all day. We, we Like total, we probably fished for, what, four hours? Maybe five? Yeah, probably because we spent a lot of that time. Driving around. Yeah, and, and maneuvering and to the wind. The boat. Yeah. yeah. And so we went back um, five days later and the lake was glass and it was like 75 degrees, 80 degrees. Perfect weather. It was beautiful weather. And we caught one fish. And we fished the exact same spot. Yeah. And that time we even got out on the boat. Yeah. We're fishing with bait. We're doing all the things that we wanted to do opening day that we couldn't. And now here we are. And Ben hooks up on one fish. Yeah. I had two other bites. I had one fish on that I got off and I had one other bite. But you and Logan didn't even have a bite. Yeah. We didn't even touch. We didn't touch fish. And so like after a couple hours, we're like, screw this. We loaded the boat back up, drove around, went to that same spot and tried to bank fish it nothing not a fish chasing not a bite no no fish jumping or rising or anything and so it just shows the difference of what what the conditions can do to the fish i mean five days five days later and it was a world of difference we were using the exact same lures in the exact same spot exact same tactics they wanted nothing to do with it 
And for us, I think, uh, we, you know, towards the end of that, of the trip that Ben's talking about, the five days later trip, we kind of realized these fish just aren't hungry. And the reason why is because there had been this massive hatch. Huge hatch. So there were bugs everywhere. So these fish are feeding off the top of the water. They're jumping up. They're snatching these flies, bugs, whatever they are. They're pulling them from the top of the water. They're eating that. And they're full. They don't they don't want to waste their energy chasing our, our lure. So yeah. so for us, like that was a really big learning moment, at least for me, because I was like, this is crazy. They should be hitting this. But what it comes down to is... We fished on a really terrible weather day on on the opener day, and there were no bugs. These fish had nothing to eat, so they're hungry. So they're chasing yeah. after our lures. They want what we're offering. But then five days later, this hatch happens, and their bellies are full. They don't need our food. Yeah. So so sometimes it's just time of year. Like, And, you know, if we had known, we maybe would have packed fly fishing gear yeah. and tried fishing top of the water to see if we had more luck with that, but... I mean, it's just, it's a gamble game. Yeah, and, and I don't even think that day it would have mattered. I think the fish had filled up. Yeah, they were I mean, full. and because a lot of these hatches, you know, like the, most of those bugs, they they hatch in the water. You know, they're in the rocks. That's where the, the eggs get laid. They hatch, and they start, you know, swimming to the surface, and then they, like, grow their freaking wings on the surface yeah, and I don't fly know. off. I don't know how it you know, all depending, works. Depending on the bug. So a lot of those fish, you know, they... They they say that like it's like seventy five percent of what a fish eats is underwater, you know, as far as bugs go. And so I think these fish had filled up and yep. that day that we went up, they were done. They were done. I mean, I, I don't know. We didn't pull out the fly rod. Uh, but but we didn't see very many fish rising either. No, that we didn't. day. I mean, we saw a couple, but not enough to say, oh, they're hitting hard. Yeah, you know? no, not not by any means. So yeah, it's just it's fun. It's a fun game to try to figure out. And some days it's frustrating. I won't lie. We got a little frustrated. Yeah. I think because we got spoiled on yes. on Henry's opener, snagging fish every every few casts. We were pulling into a good fish. Um, but it's a fun game. You know, it's always different. It depends on so many different variables, and I don't think anybody has the answer. I don't, maybe some of you grandpas out there, <laughs> you know, that just have that magic touch. You might have figured it out. But as far as us and a lot of people we fish with, we all have different ideas and different tactics, but it's really just kind of this big kind of mystery guessing game of let's try a bunch of different stuff. You know, yep. today we're on the river and we're going to try to catch these fish. Yep. You know, it's it's late in October and let's see what they're trying to hit. It's not working. Let's switch to something else until you find that. And it's like, oh, they're hitting and then they hit and then they hit and then they hit. And sometimes even they'll hit something for a while in one day yep. and then like an hour goes by and they stop hitting it. And you switch out, and they start hitting something different that they weren't hitting earlier. So it's a fun game. It's a fun game. Yeah, so I think, I mean, at least for me, I think the takeaways from the the opener and then the trip five days later is that, you like, make sure you have options. Make sure you have, yeah. you know, the ability to switch. Because, you know, I, I feel like I grew up, like I said, I grew up basically bait fishing. And if they weren't hitting worms, I'm just out of luck, you know. And so give yourself options. Um maybe just start picking up one or two lures every time you go to the grocery store uh just start building up it's a good way to hide them from the wife (laughs) (laughs) yeah just start building up a collection so that you have the option to switch um you have the option to kind of uh be tactful in the way that you're fishing so um that that's kind of the key takeaway and honestly the other key takeaway would be weather really doesn't matter yeah like i honestly that blew me away because i thought okay it's snowing it's blowing it's cold 
these fish are not going to be moving. But I was totally wrong. <laughs> and so they were I, moving. And then the five days later, beautiful weather, fish aren't hitting. So weather really doesn't matter that much other than how you prepare for your trip. Like for us, we had to make sure that we had lots of layers on opener yeah. day. Um, it was cold. Um, we were all wearing two or three jackets and just trying to stay warm. And then the next day we had the option to kind of shed layers or the trip five days later, we we're shedding layers. So yeah, there's a difference in like, I was like in my like whitetail, you know, like late December hunting whitetail kind of Gore-Tex clothes from yep. Sitka. And I had my big tall rubber boots on and then on on uh five days later i was like in my short little fishing shorts yep. you know and a button-down shirt because it was hot so and then that, that's one thing that you know it, it's you can fish that nasty weather but just come prepared and yeah and make sure that you sure. have the right gear because like we had different boots on yeah and like so like i had like the high like lacrosse rubber boots and you had some good waterproof boots but weren't quite as high and yeah mine mine are more like an ankle boot and so once that water got over the top of them, it was game over for me. Yeah. And we got water getting in my boots early on because we're trying to rescue Ben's <laughs> boat. So, yeah. so that's the thing is you just got to, I mean, do as much preparing as you can. But honestly, yeah, the weather really didn't change the fishing yeah. as much as you think it would. I mean, yeah. it, I'm sure it has an effect, but comparing those two experiences, it was, it was honestly mind-blowing. Yeah. And it doesn't mean you have to go out and, like, break the bank you know, buy all the nicest gear. It just makes it more pleasurable. Yeah. You know, you can still go out and be cold and, and still catch fish. And with buying lures too, you don't have to have, you know, a hundred different options. I mean, it, it helps to have more options, but you know, you have a couple silver ones, a couple gold ones. That's, yeah. the, that's the biggest difference I've found is like colors. Are they hitting silver or gold? Yeah. You know, they have a lot of fancy lures out there and maybe I'm just not that fancy of a guy, but it's like gold or silver today. Yep. <coughs> So yeah, I I mean I hope that those kind of key takeaways help you guys. We like we kind of stated in our very first episode, our goal is kind of give you guys um, maybe the encouragement, give you the confidence to get outside and and try some of these hobbies that we love and that we love to do as much as we can. So yeah. hopefully hopefully these tips kind of help you. Um, we'd love to hear some feedback. So be absolutely, sure, be sure to follow us on our Instagram page, Facebook page. Um, like I mentioned before, we are on Twitter and soon to be very active on YouTube. So yeah. if you watch this podcast on YouTube, then, you know, you can hit us up with some comments. Uh, but yeah, we would love to hear from you. And if you guys have, maybe if you fished Henry's this year and you tried something that worked really well, we'd love to hear it. And we'd love to share it with uh, those who are following us. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and if you guys want to check out, it's just a little one minute short video of, of our trip. We did film a little video of our trip up to Henry's on opening day and how cold it was. Um, yeah. Again, we're going to say it a million times. We're not the experts by any means. We're not the professionals. You might be listening to this and be like, no, that's wrong. Hit us up. Tell us, tell us yeah. it's wrong. Like, tell us, tell us your ideas, the, the ways that you do things, the way that your grandpa taught you and, and we're, we want you guys to share your experience with us. It'll make us better. It'll make everybody a little bit better. That's, that's what this is about, is just kind of sharing our experience. Hopefully, we can start getting more feedback from you guys and, and hearing if you, if you liked it or if you changed something or, or some of your trips. And, um, yeah, we're, we're excited. We love this. Uh, episode two. Episode two. Kind of wrapping up here. Um, but, yeah, 
our shameless plug of hitting us up on all of our other um, platforms, yep. Instagram, Facebook, all that good stuff. Yep. Um, and with that, any final words, Tom? None. That is a wrap. All right. That's a wrap. We'll give our cutoff. Boom. Perfect. Done.